Hey y'all, my name is Tylinda and I'm your host here at GR, which is short for God is Our Refuge. The title of episode four is God is Faithful. So we will be discussing the faithfulness of God. As I said, this series is all about God's character and who he is. I believe I'm going to do 10 episodes about who God is just to... Um, just like there's 10 commandments, I just want to do 10 episodes to not only focus on the commandments and his laws, but his character and also who he is because he is faithful. He is love and he is patient. So just as I looked up the definition of patience, I also begin this episode um, while planning this episode. I started off with just looking up the definition of faithful. And the definition of faithful is remaining loyal and steadfast, true to the fact or the original. Some synonyms for faithful is loyal, constant, devoted, errorless, accurate, precise, and exact. God love is faithful. It is constant and it endures through generations. In a world where love is often conditional and transactional, giving and withdrawn based on our action, based on our actions, God's love stands apart. It is not tethered to the ups and downs of our circumstances. It does not waver with our feelings. It is certainly, and it certainly doesn't hinge on our performance. And I found this while doing the daily scripture in the Bible app. Um, I normally do those every day um, if I don't forget. I definitely make a habit out of reading the scripture of the day on the Holy Bible app. I highly encourage you to get that app um, because it gives you daily devotionals along with that scripture a day. And it has helped me a lot with my walk in faith and just getting into the word. That's a great start. So, yes, that's where I got that. And with all of that being said, who you know? What God do you know that has such a characteristic? That is such a blessing. And it shows that he's the big God, the biggest, not the little, big G, not the little G, the Omega. So we must address him as such. And we must remember that he is bigger than all things in this world because he created this world. And I just love that statement of the big G, not the little G. One of my sisters in Christ ended up saying that during our Bible study recently dur during the week, I believe last week. And it was just so funny, but it's accurate. So, yeah. Not the little one. Excuse how I sound because something is trying to come down on me, but I am rebuking it by the day. And I know that it could be so much worse. So I'm just grateful for that. But that is why I sound like this. So excuse that, y'all. Because it ain't stopping. It ain't stopping nothing. So anyways, as mentioned in the definition, God is steadfast and unwavering never changing and consistent. And I just want to take the moment to give God praise for his glory in all things that he has not only done for me, but that he has done within me because I have experienced his loyalty, his goodness, and his promises. And some of those promises are forgiveness, eternal life, 
to experience heaven here on earth and also when the earth is gone. The fact that I've gotten to experience me, literally I've experienced him being near me when I was brokenhearted, when I was weary, and the fact that I am fatherless here on this earth. My father died when I was six years old, but God has always been with me, even when I didn't know. So I just praise God for that. And I'm just so grateful for that. And glory, glory, glory to the to the Lord. Glory to the Lord. Glory to him for all of the pray prayers he has answered for me. And not only for me, I just know for a fact that my grandmother used to pray for me. Like my grandmother prayed for me when she was here on this earth. And that's why I'm just so grateful for how intentional he has always been in my life. So praise the Lord. And I know that whatever I ask for, God will deliver in due time, in his timing and for his glory. That's why I know that I have to remain patient because even this week, I wanted to get baptized since 2023. It was on my bucket list. I was not scared. I felt like I was ready just because I had been kind of growing my relationship with God. And as he honored me, I just wanted to honor him. But there was just this fear of being deceived by a church. God is so faithful that not only did he provide a way, but in the midst of him providing a way, there were so many trials and tribulations because I had to turn in my car again to um, get repaired. And my engine literally blew out of my car. Like I was supposed to get my car on Wednesday and go to get baptized on Saturday. And not only that, I was going to bring other people along with me. Like I agreed to give other people rides um, to the beach or whatnot. And it literally broke like my spirit that moment because when I called them, they told me that the car wouldn't be ready until that Monday. So I'm just like, I just had to take a nap. Y'all, these days when it gets so overwhelming, I'll just say my prayers and I'll just lay down and I'll take a nap and I'll just rest in the Lord because despite how I feel, I know that if it is in his perfect will, it's going to work out. And it did just that. It worked out. Um, the girl who ended up baptizing me, which on Instagram, you can find her at call to ring. I will add it to the description, but it was such a beautiful day and such a beautiful experience. And God is so faithful because not only was the baptism beautiful, but he just delivered in so many other ways, just with the encounters that I had and the ability just to be able to praise and worship God with other individuals at and just experience his presence just on the car ride there and back. It's like God was there and I'm just so grateful for that. Like I'm just so grateful for his faithfulness because he is so faithful and just as much as he's faithful to me, he is faithful to you. If he'll do it for me, he'll do it for you. If you see it, then you can receive it. So I don't know who that is for, but I had to add that part. Limitless. I do have a few scriptures that I do want you to um, keep in mind, write down if you can, because these are more of his promises in this word with the scripture attached. God will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. And that is Psalms 32, 8. 
So whenever you feel like you can't make a decision or you don't really know what to do, give it to God and allow him to guide you and allow him to lead you in the right direction because his plan for you is good. Another promise is God is your refuge and strength, your help in times of need. And that's Psalms 46, 1, which we did discuss in our first episode. So make sure if you have not, make sure if you have not listened to that first episode to take the time to listen when you do have time. Along with those promises in Romans 8, 37, it says, in all things, you are more than a conqueror. Because God loves you. John, I'm sorry, 1 John 4.18, God's perfect loves cast out all your fear. In Romans 8.38-39, nothing can separate you from God's love. Whew, that's such a beautiful, beautiful promise. That's a beautiful promise. And lastly, I have another promise for you to keep in mind. God is not done with you. God is not done with you. God is not done with you. And that is in Philippians 1, 6. So remember these things um, in times of distress, in times of trials and tribulations, and in some of the uncomfortable circumstances that we do sometimes experience here on earth. Remember these promises. So I just want to once again just praise God because sometimes the enemy likes to get in my head and try to tell me like, you don't have to praise him that much or it'll just be really crazy things that the enemy will try to put in my head. But I'm just so grateful for revelation because even when I'm in the word, it constantly reminds me that you can never praise God enough. And that's something that I always say. I could never praise God enough. So yeah. Praise the Lord because of his love and because of his loyalty and because of his devotion. And I just honestly and truly feel like we used to, I remember, I remember the time where we were focused on love and loyalty and love and loyalty. Now it's a distinction between rather like love or loyalty that people may prefer to each his own. But me honestly and truly just due to the simple fact that God is love and he is loyal i require both <laughs> like i honestly and truly require both but i also just feel like a lot of us cannot be those things if we don't know god if you don't know god there is no love in you and that that's that's the truth that is honestly and truly the truth so how can you be loyal to anyone you can't even honestly and truly be loyal to yourself if you don't know god so that's just something I did want to mention um, when it comes down to love and loyalty. If a person do not know God, they cannot give you that. And if you don't know God, you cannot give anyone that. And you need to work on loving yourself because God wants us to love him first, love ourselves and love others just as we love ourselves. So we must first master loving him, of course, and then loving ourselves so that we can love others as we love ourselves. Thank God for his devotion to us, his creation. 
He is devoted to us. He's so devoted to us that he literally left us with instructions that are clear and simple. The world may have complicated things and perverted things in each and every way, but a lot of us may, unbelievers may not believe, but me as a believer, I have seen and I have experienced and I know that the word is true. The word is true and it's a light within the dark world, a tool, a weapon that gives us authority, that gives us wisdom in all things, anything that we can imagine beyond our imagination. So do not be deceived in this world. A lot of people like to say, oh, there's no tool book on life or there's no instructions on life. I rebuke the enemy in the name of Jesus because that is literally what the book of life, the Bible is for. So us running away from those instructions and hardening, hearted and having hard hearts and stiff necks is why we feel like there's no tool or there's no guide, but it is like, I, I'm here to tell you that it is because the word is precise and accurate. And in John 1, 1, it says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. So not only is God love, God is the word, and anything he says goes. Anything he says is accurate, and it is true, and it is precise, because he is errorless. And honestly and truly, you will know the truth by the way it feels. I remember even back when my grandma would used to take me to church, like that was literally my safe space. Like I used to honestly and truly experience God and experience that peace and experience his presence. And I didn't know at the time, I just knew that I felt something. I knew I felt something and that was God. I know now that that was God and that was his presence. And I'm just so grateful for the fact that the word is right, the word is good, and the word is genuine and authentic. But the truth only hurts us in those areas or when we are in the dark. And I have learned just throughout my life that to, to accept constructive criticism. So when it came down to my walk with God, I honestly and truly honored the fact that he wanted to correct the ways of me that was not of him and that were anti-kingdom. Like that is such a blessing because he wants the best for each and every one of us. Um, so it may hurt at the end of the day, but as it says in John 8, 32, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free because the truth is God. He is the truth. And he will tell you the truth about yourself. And once he tells you the truth about yourself, you can literally give it to him and allow him to work within you and to take that away from you. And trust and believe he will do it. Won't he do it? So it may hurt, but in the end, it will give healing. And as the word says, it's like a double edge, a double edged sword. So that isn't just what it is. But be grateful. Like, I, I highly encourage you to be grateful for the word and take advantage of the word. Because God is not a man that he should ever lie. 
he is errorless. He's not like us. Like he created us in his image, but we are flesh. In Deuteronomy 32:4, it says, "The rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are justice, a God of faithfulness without inequity, just and upright is he." So that basically sums up what I was saying when I said that he is errorless and not a man that he should lie. He is just and he loves justice. And that's what we have to remember. God loves justice more than we love justice. Like, but we have to trust him in his hand to do the work. We cannot take matters in our own hands. And I don't know who needed to hear that, but do not take matters in your own hand. Rest in the fact that God is God and he's going to do it. He is going to do it. Now, as I mentioned earlier, we can sometimes have hard hearts and stiff necks. So when you do go into the word, go into the word with the receptive heart so that you can be able to receive his words and have the ears to hear and the eyes to see. Because at the end of the day, God knows our hearts and he goes before us. He knows our heart posture, just as he did with all of the religious hypocrites, even back in the biblical times, as he will handle them when, as he will handle them even now in these days. But as it says in Luke, God loves to use agriculture um, with his parables. It can be hard to grasp, but if you ask for the wisdom, he will definitely give you the eyes to see and the ears to hear. Go and read Luke 8, 4 through 8, because it is addressing the heart posture of people and the fact that good soil is needed in order for a seed to grow. So the word is like a seed that eventually grows. But in order for that, we have to have good soil and a good heart so that that seed can be planted in. And that's just one of the parables that I will be addressing today. But definitely go and read Luke 8, 4 through 8. And I pray that you're able to grasp that parable. God created us in his image. Gave us the ability to find our, identi our identity through him. Through relationship with him. It is a game changer once you see yourself how God sees you. And begin to trust his plans for you. So now we're going to get into two other parables about seeds. The parables portrays the concept of the plan God has in the various stages and systematic perfect process of offering salvation to all mankind because it is available to all. So I say that because in 26 through 29, God gives another parable about a seed and the fact that once the seed is planted, it is him who makes that seed grow. If it is planted, as we, as I said earlier, on good soil. Then he goes on in Mark 30 
I'm sorry, in Mark 4.30 with the parable about the mustard seed and the fact that the mustard seed starts small, but it grows large. It grows larger than all and even begins to provide for other creations, as it says in the word for birds to rest in. So that is such a beautiful thing when you are receptive and you're able to receive the word on good soil and have that mustard seed of faith and know that and believe in God and know that he's going to, he's the one that will make that seed grow and it may start small but it will grow larger than you can ever imagine if you begin to trust in the Lord and God is just so faithful with the word with the parables and just as i said just giving us the ability to grow and get to know him but we must take advantage of what he has provided us with so i love that for each and every one of us that we do have that opportunity and just the fact that he did create us in in his image and i'm just at a point where i just want my faith to meet his level of faithfulness and i know that I'm, i will have my days and i will struggle but honestly and truly despite how i feel I want my faith to not be shaken because he is so faithful to the point where I know that us being created in his image, it is possible. Like it is definitely possible if I continue to cling and hold on to him. I just want to have that crazy faith. Like, I don't know if you've heard about the lady that went viral on TikTok, I think a month back. She literally left Florida and she traveled to Dallas with hopes of becoming a content creator. And when you think of that, it's like because she has two, she has children that she picked up and she took with her for this fresh start and she wasn't prepared. And when I first seen so many people like of the world, just literally a spirit, like I seen it from a spiritual level and I just felt like I knew even before I went and um begin to watch her videos that she had only you could only do that off of crazy faith and i keep my words and keep my judgment to myself because we don't know what god is doing in that lady in that lady's life and he will make a fool of this world that's something that we must not forget god will make a fool of this world especially when you're trying to make a fool of those who love and believe in him that's why i keep that lady in my prayers and i support her i support her because even within me supporting her i gained that confirmation and she literally said in one of her videos like she had faith in what god is doing she knew that it wasn't going to be easy and it may seem like she didn't have a plan but i know for a fact that that lady has a plan and even if she do not have a plan her faith over all things is what is going to get her the glory of god because of her faith it will be done and i just want to meet that level of faith like just step that's what i told myself like i'm about to just step out on faith like I, <laughs> i'm trying to get like huh <laughs> because even through having that mustard seed of faith it is pleasing to him because he will make it grow as it says in the word in 1 corinthians 3 6 i planted apollos watered but god 
gave the growth. Glory to God because he is the one who gives us the ability to grow. He is the one who forgives us so that we can grow within him continuously. That's why I say um, forward and onward. I just want to move with faith because moving with faith, it honestly and truly leads to a knowing. Like it leads to a knowing that no one can take away from you. So faith over fears, faith over sight, and faith over our circumstances. I declare because God is faithful and I just cannot ignore it. If you made it this far throughout this episode, I highly encourage encourage you to not ignore it either because he is so good to you. He is so good to me. He is so good to us all. So I'm just going to leave you with one last promise that you should write down. John 15, 7 says, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. And that is a beautiful thing because as I mentioned earlier, God is the word. So if you abide in him and the word, which is him, abides in you and lives in you, then there's nothing in this world that you cannot receive. And that's when you begin to receive heaven here on earth. When that, when you know and you believe in those things and you walk boldly in those things. We can do this together. That is why I created your to in continuously encourage and just evangelize for new believers, those who do believe, and those who just may not even know the character of God. So with that being said, I encourage you to read the word, read the word so that God can begin to live within you and the Holy Spirit can begin to overflow within you because it is alive and it is living and it is one of the best decisions I have and will have ever made within my life. So once again, glory to the Lord, glory to God. Take advantage of the Holy Bible app. There are plans, there are devotionals for whatever you are dealing with. Just take advantage and you will begin to see things differently. And that's how you will know that God is beginning to work on you. Um, And by the time you look up, God will make your mustard seed of faith grow. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you have a great and prosperous day, week, and year of 2024. Be blessed. Bye.